And we are live. <laughs> Hello and good afternoon, everybody. My name is Sydney Robolata. I am the owner of Body I Love You, which is the course and the community that literally teaches you how to love yourself. I'm very excited to be here with Lucy, my gorgeous border collie that's hanging out behind me. If you hear any crunching or any just straight up plopping, um, it's her and she's fine. She's having a good time. I'm very excited about our topic of conversation today. Um, and truth be told, I've prepared nothing in terms of research or anything along those lines. Usually I have somebody um, who I invite on to talk about specific topics that maybe they specialize in, or I myself do some extended research to talk about something, but I am intentionally coming with zero script or bullet points or information because this is what I needed at some point in my life. Our topic of conversation today is orgasms and female pleasure. This is such, like I said, a sacred topic to my heart because uh, hot damn, it's been a journey for me. Um, I want to be so transparent and why I think this is such a potent thing at this particular season in my life. And something that I think I really needed to hear more of um, when I was living this reality. But I hadn't experienced an orgasm in my life for the first 29 years of my life. Um, I, with myself, with a partner, this is extremely intimate to share because we actually don't talk about it enough as a society. And what we learn when we do decide to open up and talk about it is that that's actually so much more common than we are possibly aware of. So I really wanna to speak today about my adventure in creating and finding and allowing orgasms in my life. And I also wanna talk about, when I look in hindsight, the gaps, um, I think societally in terms of education that I know now that I wish I knew then that um, you know would have really helped me. And before I dive into any of this, it's really important for me to say, if you're listening to this right now and you yourself have never experienced an orgasm, I just need to let you know there's nothing wrong with you. There truly isn't. Everyone's bodies are so different. And like I said, there's such a lack of education when it comes to this stuff that on top of the reputation that women's pleasure and female orgasms are like this wild unsolvable mystery. So we inevitably kind of buy into that story too. And again, I just wanna let you know there is nothing wrong with you. You're not broken and in need of fixing. It's purely a conversation to get curious about should you choose to get curious about it. This is such a personal topic. This is such a, a personal, personal thing. Um, and also just I'm shooting so much love your way. There were so many times in my life where I would tell, uh, I would share openly with other girls, women, friends um, that I had never experienced an orgasm before. And the responses always sucked. They sucked really hard. I, I always felt weird and like an alien and people would look at me like they were so concerned about me and they felt so bad for me. And it was such an interesting position to be in because I, I didn't know what I wasn't missing. How I had it, the way that I lived my life, sex was extremely pleasurable. I just didn't have that end thing that where shown in movies happens within three seconds of sex and there's simultaneous orgasms and like 
that's what it is. So I just literally thought that there was something wrong with me. And um, as I, as I grew old, older, I lessened my, lessened my search for it, I guess I would say, um, because I, I always felt weird. And when I did tell people, it, it always kind of came in as pity. And that was such a shitty feeling. And it really distanced me from uh, opening myself up to it further. So I, like I said, started experiencing orgasms when I was 29 years old. Um, this isn't, this is a podcast. This isn't live. Anyone can watch this. I'm just like really, really practicing intimacy right now. And I really appreciate you all and in allowing me to do so. And I hope that this sparks a lot of conversations. So one thing that I learned that changed the game for me is first of all, all women are so different. Uh, they, they truly, our bodies are built different. Different things turn us on in our brains. Our, our bodies experience sensations differently. Our vulvas look different. Our vaginas are different. Like just, we're all so unique and so different with, with histories and preferences. And it's so hard to be able to express that or explain that to somebody who like truly doesn't know themselves or like has really explored themselves. So it's so important. Oh my gosh, there were two other things that I was going to say about that. Oh, two. One of the things that I learned about my body that I did not know, and I definitely was not taught in school, is that, of course, um, we all have a clitoris that exists outside of our bodies. Um, we're aware of the part that exists outside of our bodies. The gap in education that I missed was that a vast majority of our clitoris actually resides inside of our bodies. So it's important to know that when it comes to different stimulation techniques that I, I was fully just thinking like, okay, so just like this tiny thing is, is supposed to like create a bunch of pleasure. I think it's like two to four times as much pleasure as men experience, by the way, just saying. But I, it, it wasn't connecting for me and me and the way that my body's built, I have to like focus on the inside part of me in order to create that. So that was just so beneficial and great for me to know. Um, one of the ways that I like really continue to learn about so much, if any of you have not watched The Principles of Pleasure, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix, but we, I learned so much about my own body in my late 20s than I did throughout my entire life. And even when you do look up this stuff to research, you know, female orgasms, there really isn't very much research done on it because it's just not something that we've prioritized, um, you know, as a, as a society, as, as our culture. Sex historically is seen for men, for male pleasure. And I feel like we've all been fully gaslit into believing that our pleasure is secondary and not as important. Um, and like, it's unsafe or uncomfortable to take up space to actually request or demand it, um, which I think is so unfortunate and which is exactly why I'm here right now expressing the power of orgasms, pleasure, and actually demanding what it is that you want and need for yourself. So much of this conversation as well, 
as I've alluded to already, is that it's such a mental conversation as well. I feel like the older I got, the more I got in my head about it. And I was waiting for this, like, I don't know, like crazy, magical, insane, like life altering thing to happen. And I would get like nervous, excited about it. I would literally get in my head, be like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell this person. I can't wait to tell this person. Like I, I built it up so much in my brain that it, I, I would totally lose anything that I was feeling and I would totally get in my head and um, just truly wasn't able to, to ever really get there. Um, I took... <laughs> courses. I, I taught, I brought this a lot to, um, coaching. I brought this to therapy. I signed up for like online subscriptions of, um, you know, just like OMG. Yes. Um, I, I heard an actress talking about it and it sounded really cool and it actually was extremely informative and I'm, I'm very grateful, um, that that exists, but it was like, I was constantly trying to look or seek outside of me um, what was actually going on versus just like spending time with myself without pressure. It was important for me to get there because I was aware that there was this like entire layer or level of pleasure that I wasn't experiencing. And I want to experience a, a big life of tons of pleasure. And it was so important for me to get my head right around that. So really making sure the pressure was off and that I could just spend time with myself with no expectation, just pure curiosity. Imagine that. That was a game changer for me. And there were a lot of times when I would spend some time with myself um, where I would just try to get to know my body better. And it, I, I learned a lot about myself in terms of like, actually sitting there and like figuring out like do I like this have I just been pretending to like this oh no okay that feels good do I like this thing oh wow I noticed when I brushed on my leg like that I felt something I don't know just we we seldom put ourselves in situations to like actually truly get in our bodies and like pay attention to what our bodies are trying to tell us and that was so valuable for me and there were dozens of times that I did that and um you know didn't reach any sort of climax. But again, that wasn't the point. That actually wasn't the goal for me in those moments. And it was really lovely to just have um, a, a less pressure, just curiosity with myself. Um, the first time I did have one, um, I remember just afterwards saying like, oh my God, I think that that was an orgasm. And I just like, I, for the entire rest of the day, I just had such a huge smile on my face. I kept experiencing like an aftershock a little bit throughout the day, which I fully thought was um, a myth and not a real thing, but it was real. I remember I like went to a picnic with my friends that day and we like cheers to it. I remember like I went to Target that day and I just remember that feeling of like, whoa, like I'm somebody who does that now. Like that's just who I am now. I've been waiting for this moment for such a long time. How cool. And since having them, I have really discovered how beautiful they truly are and how, how much they truly can add to like our health and well-being and like our joy in our life. 
which is actually one of the primary things that I want to talk about today is what truly experimenting with and expressing and exploring your orgasms, what that can create for you in your life. So one of the things that I will say without a shadow of a doubt is I noticed a shift in my body and I truly can't tell you if it was a physical vanity shift or if something literally shifted in my brain. But after I started experiencing them consistently, I noticed a shift in my body. I noticed my abs have never felt stronger. That's different. What I'm learning, the more that I talk about this, that's different for everybody. I say that and some people are confused and I say that and some people know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's just a thing that I noticed about my body. Obviously you're creating more. And like I said, I should have done maybe a little bit of research on this before I'll be on to a live, but I'm going to guess it creates a bunch of serotonin in your brain too, like natural, like truly creating from your body, from yourself. Um, what I've learned about orgasms is like I said earlier, uh, the vast majority of your clitoris is inside of your body. And it's kind of like this bulb. Um, and when you're having an orgasm, what's happening is it pulsates roughly eight to 10 times. Um, I think I learned this in the principles of pleasure. Please watch it. Okay. Please watch it. Anyway, that's what it's doing to your body. And it like, it sends all these like endorphins question mark throughout your body. And it just, it creates such a, a truly joyful experience. And also I feel the need to say there's some, of course, orgasms that you experience that are extraordinary. And then there's some that are just like, yeah, that was, that's what that was. Um, me, myself, I've, I've tiered mine, tier one, tier two, tier three. Um, and you know, it, it depends on so many different things. How, how distracted am I that day? How am I feeling physically that day? Um, what like time of the month is it for me? That is something that I've been tracking. And I noticed that my, the intensity of my orgasms ebb and flow along with my cycle and along with the shift of my hormones, who to thunk it slash duh, obviously. You know what I mean? That's that's what I learned through that experience. So again, I noticed a, a, a shift in my actual body. I also noticed, and this was a side effect of orgasms that I was very much looking forward to, but the stress reduction that it creates. I would get so jealous listening to friends and peers. I remember one situation specifically, I was in this coaching program and um the, my friend who was in the program as well, she was like late to this lunch or something. And she sits down and she looks at me. She's like, sorry, I was late. I was gonna, um, you know, do some journaling before I came here to like clear my mind, but I decided to masturbate instead. And I just remember looking at her thinking like, that is never something, this was like in my like mid twenties that this happened. I was like, that's, that's never something that I would think to do. That's, that's not something that I that I view that as like a stressful thing with like a bunch of like expectation and pressure. That's, that's never something that I would think to do to relieve stress. And I've obviously heard that over time of like, Oh, it's so good to just do it. And it's just such a good quick stress reliever. And, uh, it truly, it is truly, it is, it really does do something to your brain and to your body to relax you and truly enhance your mood. And one thing that I have been studying and uh looking into more is manifesting through orgasms which 
So some of you, I'm sure, will sound insane, and I get that, but hear me out. Manifesting points to your vibration on the planet. What are you putting out and what is that attracting back to you? It's all about matching energy. So people who are professional victims or very woe is me about the world, they're very good at spotting all the shit in the world because that's the energy that they're putting out there. Everything sucks for them. So they're noticing more shitty things and they're actually attracting more shitty things to them. The same thing works on the opposite side of that. What happens if you're truly viewing your life as beautiful and abundant and prosperous and incredible, your brain is really incredible and cunning at picking out evidence to prove that to be true. So that gets to be true as well. And when it comes to doing this act that, sorry, doing this phenomenon gives it more justice, I think. When we're able to do that and reduce stress stress and enhance joy, that is more and more of that energy that we're putting out there into the world. So the first thing that I want to say about this is I wouldn't dare assign your masturbation or pleasure session or spending time with yourself, whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't dare make that into something else. I, I wouldn't dare put a chore onto it or put again, more pressure and weird expectation or anything to truly like take you away from that pleasure. So the first thing that I want to say is when I say this boundaries, please don't hear this and be like, I'm going to do this every single time that I have an orgasm now, because we need to remember that it's important to just allow ourselves to receive pleasure. That's, that's literally the energy that we're wanting to put out there. So first and foremost, that, but second of all, there are opportunities for us when we see fit, when we see it would truly serve us to create intention when it comes to spending time with ourselves. And the intention that you get to create truly acts as a manifestation. It's, it's true. I, I like to literally view it as like a superpower that enhances your ability like tenfold to actually manifest for yourself. And so many of us manifest in different ways. Some of us journal, some of us do future self-journaling, some of us make vision boards, some of us do meditations where we try to envision our exact future. So many of us already have that knowledge and just the, the, the know about manifestation. And what would it look like to just literally have this magic trait that exists inside of your body that can enhance that energy and heighten those vibrations? <laughs> and truly be able to manifest new things for yourself. So much of this, I'm super aware, sounds what people call woo-woo, which I don't I wonder where that comes from. Um, and one of the things that I wanna say, cause I know that that tends to deter people sometimes. I'm sure you can hear in my speaking that when it comes to measuring energy and vibrations, that's something that we actually are able to measure. When we're able to dissect this conversation for what it really is, it's actually incredibly scientific. It's just truly pointing to the way that our brains work. When we express a reality to our brains, our brains are incredibly adaptive and they do whatever they need to do in order to make that shit work. That's just our brains. We've just attached like the sparkly word of manifestation onto it. So I hope that that's beneficial to a lot of you. Is there anything else that I feel the need to say about orgasms? Here's something. If you are in a place in your life, I've had a lot of clients who maybe recently had a kid 
or maybe they're just like older in life approaching menopause or are menopausal, postmenopausal, whatever it is. And when it comes to this conversation, there's just zero like light or spark around it. There's, there's truly not like a desire to create this. And again, I need to let you know, that's okay. There is nothing wrong with you, even a little bit. If this is not a desire of yours, who the hell am I? Who the hell is anybody else here to tell you that you need to do something or you need to want something more than you actually do? More than anything, this conversation about is about staying true to yourself and really advocating for yourself and what makes you feel good. And if this doesn't make you feel good, if this doesn't even excite you, then I just need you to know that that's okay. For some people, that is your reality and that's absolutely fine to each their own. For some of you, this is a temporary season in life, in which case that is okay. And you'll get to the other side of it if seeking pleasure and seeking orgasms and seeking all the magic that I'm talking about is something that truly interests you. So if this is not something that you really feel called to, that is okay and you're not broken. And something that I always feel called to say to people is to get curious about it. Because again, this is a magical fucking witchery spell. That's the way, if that empowers the hell out of me. If that empowers you, please, please steal that and hold on to that. It's this thing that we have that literally lives inside of our body. That again, when we explore it scientifically does so much goodness and so much greatness for our bodies and for our brains. And so often in this conversation, it's more about not wanting to create the discomfort to actually explore and or ask for this. And that's important to point out. Not wanting it is one thing, like genuinely, truly not wanting it is a whole other conversation. But I've noticed that for many, the obstacle is just the perceived exhaustion that comes with exploring this, or maybe you feel like you're too old and what's the point and who's going to want to have sex with you anyway, or maybe it's, uh, there's so many reasons why we can have mental stops when it comes to this. And a vast majority of the time, it's coming from a place of feeling like you don't deserve it. So if I'm explaining you, I need you to know you deserve it. It is safe to want it. It is safe to allow yourself to have it. It is safe to ask for it. And if you have any obstacles about anything that I just said or any objections, excuse me. Sorry, Lucy was smelling my plant. Um, I would love for you to comment below if you're comfortable. Send me a DM if that's more your style. But truly, this is something that I feel passionate around helping people with. Because in my exploration into creating orgasms in my life, I learned that it was entirely mental. And, um, and I, I, it really would mean so much to me and so much to the planet to be able to support other people through that. So my name is Sydney and that's my tale about orgasms. I think I got in everything that I want to do today. Um, I'm sure this will be a second, maybe third, fourth, fifth parter. Uh, I know that there are people on the planet who are dying to have this conversation as well and dying to have this conversation with me right here. So if that is you, actually reach out as well because this is an important conversation and we need to have it more. Thank you all so much. I would also love to celebrate. Uh, we had a Body I Love You group graduate last night and we've seen 
so much cool shifting and transformation in these ladies. And it has been, as always, so excited, so exciting to witness. And I want to let you all know that our next round of Body I Love You launches April 19th, which is a Wednesday. That group's going to be at 4 p.m. And then we also have another one launching May 2nd, which is going to be Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. And as a reminder, this Body I Love You course is a six-week course. Half of it is online where you get to kind of like go on this program that we have. It's a really cool course that we built online. You get to watch videos, get workbooks, get handouts, get resources, all this cool stuff. And each one of those six weeks, we meet uh, in a live, intimate Zoom meeting. We always have two Body I Love You facilitators hosting each group because there's so many different ways to see this conversation when it comes to self-love and all of our our, our unique uh, journeys towards this. So we love having two coaches on board and we usually max out the groups at six to eight people, just depending. So if this sounds like something that would benefit you, if you are dying for a program that teaches you how to love yourself and guess what folks, we don't even mention diet and exercise. You can, if you want to, but we don't. It's not the conversation that we're having. We're having a way cooler and far more important one. So if that sounds refreshing as hell to you, let us know. Comment with some hearts below and I'll send you the link to get on our wait list. We're so excited to serve you guys. Thank you so much for being with me today and allowing me to practice vulnerability. I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you.